six. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. It's today. It's today. Everything is going sideways for me. Must be because I'm wearing pants today. You are wearing joggers. joggers. Yeah, you can't. They're sweatpants. You're good. They're pants. They're sweatpants. Gray sweatpants. Tis the season. If there's ever a day that I'm going to lose my S on the air and curse, it's going to be today. Please don't. Uh Uh-oh. Look out. It is a Friday. Uh, We will try to do today's show quickly so uh, we can all get on with our weekends. And Bethany needs uh, this evening to come as soon as possible. It's Friday, October 4th. Uh, Let's see. We'll do a five-second rule. Our friend, my friend, Rachel, our friend, Rachel from AFSP will be by around 7.30. Final details for tomorrow's Out of the Darkness. Suicide Awareness and Prevention Walk. Um, Public proposals. Many people who get them actually don't want them. We'll get to that (laughs) around 8 o'clock. And one final panel full of ladies for the week. Your national keyword to text them in the $1,000 payoff about 8.05. Any part of the show you missed, go back and get the podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. You'll get the link to the podcast. Even if you text it now, uh, you'll get the link. It'll only have tomorrow's and past that because... I'm telling you. <laughs> and the best part is, when it happened, I like shot you a look like a kid in school. Like, ooh, Mr. Chase is going to get you. The computer was running slow, so it, <sighs> it took too long to switch between, between screens and Word. I went back to the printer. Not, it said, load paper. I loaded the paper. It still didn't print. Uh, then, uh, no plastic knife in the Starbucks you were kind enough to bring. It's gonna be a day. I am. I am on guard. Those, those are first world problems. Let, let's you go, you. Yeah, but I am a well-oiled machine in the morning. Let's go, universe. It, I am ready for you. And to be positive, I showed up 15 minutes early. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was wide awake at like 3:45. I was like, Whoa. "Well, might as well just take a shower and get ready." I do have a good new song to give us shortly. Uh, um, let's. Is it good? Yeah, 5:38. Good morning. It's Eric Chase. According to his name tag, that's Floyd. Hi. Would you like to introduce her? And this is my road dog, Beth Beth. Yo, yo, what's up? We got Bethany from TSA in here. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, there, I would say that the next 10 minutes or so would be spoilerific, but I don't think there's much to spoil about a movie where... And I made a pinky promise. Where you, you yeah, kind of know what's going to happen. There's So Floyd and I went to go see The Joker last night. Two. And I, I'll I'll tell you that there's one part of it that I will, I will allude to, but I will not tell you what happened in it. And that's really, I think, the only spoiler. But first off, a police attended Joker. What? It was a big buff police officer at the door. And I was just like, Okay. Where'd uh, you go? A little uh, fallen, timbers. fallen timbers. So I guess that's okay. that. That's mommy. Yeah, there was a police officer there at four at three thirty in the afternoon. You know, and calm down, sir. Not a. It wasn't his fault, but I'm sure like they were just like, "Hey, you have Joker duty." The movie theater in general. So people calm took down. the the possibility for people acting out of sorts legitimately. Um, it was a tame crowd with us, and hey, look, something could happen. Something could always, always happen. Yeah. Um, it can happen at Frozen. Flo- Floyd, what is it, it could <laughs> Floyd, what is your what is your tweet length review so, of okay. the movie? So I I said in my tweet, and I'll just say it be more specific, I felt Power Rangers was more violent than this movie. 
Like, I've seen other movies that were way more violent. Um, it, for me personally, it was dark, it was heavy, it was sad. Um, I, I had sympathy, I have empathy for him. I, I like, there was a point in, you already know what the Joker is, there was a point in the movie I was rooting for him. I was just like, kill that person too. Like, you know, okay, I, I, was, I was like that person. Like, it put on strings that like, I was like, am I getting emotional right now? But like for me, it was it was definitely a good movie. It was good. It was an eye opener. Definitely longer than tweet length. <laughs> what? Planet the movie or me talking? I, I, tweet length. Never mind. Oh no! I still had ten characters left. The end. There you go. Whatever. It's done. I I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I'm glad you you mentioned this the sad part. It was filled with pathos and i too felt sympathy and empathy and it, it, it's exactly what i had been thinking since i saw the one the one preview where he's sitting in the therapist or the social mm-hmm. worker's office and saying you ask the same question like everything from not taking medication to to dealing with life when it literally and figuratively beats you down so i i agree wholeheartedly and, and ho- ho- sir just calm i'm excited calm, i know calm down calm I down do anything um, wow, you it 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 lived up to all the rave reviews and and the awards that it was winning at all these film festivals, and the end was <laughs> un- unforced fan service, and the part on the hood was was a wonderful conclusion to it. And if if you caught it, there were uh, nods to Christopher Nolan and Heath Ledger's stuff from now 11 years ago. And I, I would agree. I was kind of sitting on the edge of my seat too, waiting for something grisly and violent to happen. And I think there were only two things like that, two things that were the kind of, that would could unsettle people. There, there was definitely one, oh cruise ship moment i was like ah like they alluded to it but like when it happened i was just like oh <laughs> but i didn't feel bad like it was just, i was like am i am i a bad person because i was just like meh did you see the dark knight yes rise so the last one kind of took that was the that was in the Occupy Wall Street era, mm-hmm. and as I after I got the fact that I love that seeing that that the end of that trilogy trilogy out of my system, I was like, oh, this is like the ninety nine percent against the one percenters, and mm-hmm. you kind of sympathize with the villain, and this is similar to that. I, I, I was a Joker fan, like I would have been one of those people. When you see the movie, you understand what I'm talking about. Like it was, it was so. And Joaquin Phoenix has this thing where he acts with his eyes and there's a moment between him and his therapist early on and she just says something because something happens and there's a moment where she looks at him he looks at her and they were, and they just have this moment where they're like they agree on something and I'm just like oh like in that moment I think that's where the therapist was like we we have a breakthrough but like it didn't it couldn't happen. You'll see in the movie when I'm understand what I'm talking about. But like they just kind of shot each other. Look, she says her little spiel, and he just like looks up at her, and she tilts her head at him, and he just goes, and he just flicks his eyebrow up, and I'm just like, damn, I felt that. Like I was like, I felt that so deeply in my heart. We saw all the crappy DC movies. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't create the universe that Marvel did, mm-hmm. and then we saw Wonder Woman, and it's like. This is what we've been waiting right. for. Like, this is the beginning. 
and it never really got going. Mm-hmm. And DC decided to just make individual movies yeah. as opposed to universe building. But as this thing was wrapping up yesterday, I felt like it was the beginning of the next Batman universe. Did you feel that way? With the end? Alone? I, I, I hope I'm not giving away too much here, but look, you, you know what this is. Joaquin Phoenix, he will get all he will get the nominations, oh. whether he wins or not. And Todd Phillips should probably just shut up at this point. But Matt Reeves is the producer and director of of the next Batman movie. He he did uh, he's done the, the Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. movies. It's Robert Pattinson. Oh, so it's Robert There's, Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, there was a rumor yesterday that um, Alexandra Ship. Uh, she played Storm in the X-Men movies. Oh, I love her. Uh, yes, Tessa yes, yes. Thompson and even Lupita Nyong'o are up for the Catwoman role. So there's going to be an array of people. Right. I, I don't see how people go watch this movie and not put Joaquin Phoenix in some way in the next iteration of the Batman movies. He he, It would be amazing if this movie restarted what we've all craved. It was, and, and another thing that would describe, I felt uncomfortable the whole most of the movie. Like, I was just like... I want to leave. Like, but it wasn't like it wasn't like I want to leave because it was just like, oh, this is rub. It was uncomfortable because I'm like, I never. There's people who deal with what he went yep. through, right? You know what I mean? Like, and I can just sit here as a like I'm watching it from an entertainment aspect, and I kind of felt guilty and uncomfortable. Like, I'm getting enjoyment out of what these people go through in their everyday damn life. To me, and it he, was. And he sorry. has sorry no, and he has to deal with it because like. Yes, it's fiction, but like there, but there's real. an Arthur out there who his therapist seems like she doesn't care. Then they go to another one and get the same reaction, and he's kind of just like, "I'm telling you now, listen to me." And each person he talked to, you the the basis of the story without giving. Listen to your friends. <laughs> that's that's it. Just listen. Even if you don't want to, shoot them a good ear. Give them a good nod. Like, just, if someone's like, hey, let me talk to you about something. And if you don't have time, shoot me a text. I'll get back to you when I can. Don't just dispel their feelings. He went... He went through, as you illustrated, to me, it wasn't unsettling at at all Mm -hmm. uh, or what people had been warning others about because, like, so much of... What if, if I had gone to any kind of like higher level of education, it would be that with all the mental health speaking and advocacy mm-hmm. I do, it checked every single box like a therapist or a person who's supposed to be helping you not caring, getting seven medications, none of them really working. Um, that, and then mm. he was I, I think the diagnosis for what he would be was schizophrenic. And I won't say more than that. And they nailed those parts of it in the movie. Aside from, like, if this was not connected to a, a legendary character or characters, I still would have enjoyed it and felt sympathy, as you said. Mm-hmm. And also said, this is, back in um, in December, I went to Ottawa Hills. They invited me uh, to a showing of a mental health performance they did. And I forget what it was about. It was a uh, oh, you, it was oh, you we t- oh man, the the musical. Yeah, the three people can't no, next to normal. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. And I couldn't laud those kids any more than I did saying you went in a in on a very difficult, challenging topic for many people, mm-hmm. and you were so talented, gifted, but respectful, like. You're kids, you're 15, 16, 17 years old, and you hit the nail on the head with who and what these people are. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this movie. I even told my mom, because she was like, how was it? I was like, oh, I was so good. I said, but I wouldn't be shocked if like 
years down the road, this movie becomes part of a college course. Because, like, it was just so deep, and you can dissect it. I, um, Elijah messaged me. He's like, how was I said? I'm, it's good. When you're back in town, I want to see it again. Because I felt like there are parts, I was so hyped up in my feelings of it that I couldn't enjoy it as an entertainment aspect. So with me wanting to go back, I want to actually just take it in and be like, oh, I missed that. Oh, wow. Like, it's one of those movies that it had a beginning, a middle, an end. A middle, 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 end. Because that's just the his character and the way he was brought up. It was, he deserves this. If he does not get an Academy Award, if not win... There's something wrong with the Academy because, like, it was heart-wrenching. And at the end, I was like, I want more. But, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, that that's there's a story. Like, But I wanted more. Last thing. And I don't think we gave... Bethany, did we give too much away? No. Okay. There, there, there is a... Not a twist. I mean, I have a... Like, I know what to expect, like with the movie. He turns you know into I mean? a like, ba- turns into a bad guy with a purple suit. Right, but the, mean, the thing at the end was wondrous. Last thing, and Floyd, we know the character well. The, if you've read the comics, you've watched the cartoons, even part of what the Heath Ledger interrogation scene, mm-hmm. where Batman is punching him. Oh and yeah, yeah, Heath yeah. Heath Ledger saying, "There's, there's nothing you can do to me," because he has an emotional stranglehold mm-hmm. on Batman, and throughout the. 70 years of the Joker, one of the interesting physical characteristics of the character is that Batman could beat him senseless. Like, for this skinny, scrawny guy, he seemingly seemed indestructible. Mm. And Joaquin Phoenix portrayed that quite well. There's a part where he bounces off of something and keeps going. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's always been a part of the Joker where he would, even though he wasn't big like Bane, Tom Hardy... He was physically indestructible, yet yeah. he was still so slight. I, I I like that they humanized him, and I was just like, normally when they humanize like a character that I enjoy, not a, let alone a superhero, but just like the humanize. I'm like, oh yeah. But I was just like, I'm in. I I I want to know more. So yeah. So you question whether or not the new song is Dan and Shay featuring Justin Bieber? Wait, he's what? doing a lot of features. What's going on? What Dan and Shay? They're like country, though, aren't they? Mm, crossover. We, yeah, we've appropriated them for the pop world. We'll I wouldn't put them together. Let's just say that. So, and this is just days off of his marriage as well, and buying some cats, which will be an entertainment. <laughs> so it's called 10,000 Hours. It's Dan and Shay. I will not give you any opinions on it until we're done. We do this, you know, when we get Friday releases. Mm-hmm. Dan and Shay featuring Justin Bieber. 10,000 Hours. New music on Q105. Dan and Shay, Justin Bieber. 10,000 hours, new on Q105 here at 553 on the morning reboot. It's good. I don't hate it. Dude, it's like a basic wedding song. Yes. Ooh, yeah, good. a good first dance coming out in the next like wedding season. Not good, but... <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's bad. Has, has that not worked out for an entire career for Ed Sheeran? I mean, it's fine if that's... That's your thing. Do it uh, up. Do it my uh, my bookie and my friend and my record guy friend Tommy Nappy yesterday mm. he told me that that was coming out today and there's a new uh, Niall Horan song as well which I haven't heard and Tommy told me that that song is just a one listen obvious hit and I listened to it this morning I was like he's right is Niall One Direction yeah oh, okay, okay 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 this song which I'll play now. Oh, this, this is him. 
This is not New Nile. No, no, but I, I never knew this was him. Okay, I do like this song. 554, welcome to the morning reboot on Q105. Good morning. Of me. 610 on Q105, the you morning me reboot. Sorry, one last lyric there. We'll do all love songs, all first dance songs to celebrate Justin and Lucas's wedding tomorrow night. Um, I I think I Flint, I told I told you what the first dance song was. You did tell me. I read the script. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> How do you know? He has a script. I'm the host, so I'm announcing all this stuff, uh... and I've had to study I've had to study it all week and literally practice using Spotify because it's Gergie all playlists. Can give you some pointers on Spotify or hosting. <laughs> hosting. Did your shirt come in? Yeah. Ooh, I can't wait to see. I thought it. I showed. I thought I showed you. You showed me the picture on the phone. Gotcha. I've seen it in person. Yeah, I'm I excited to see pictures. I told Justin yesterday. I hope that my attire, and that's all I said. Mm-hmm. I hope that my attire doesn't upstage the entirety of the the special day. Is it, there a theme? A theme for the wedding? Yeah. It's at the art museum. Fancy. Uh, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Hopefully, I don't mess with this. Spotify is... Uh, I can touch something, and it switches playlists real fast. Uh, what was your... <laughs> I was thinking of... Sorry. In a pivotal moment, you actually slip and dance too much booty in the pants comes on. Like, <laughs> this was not That'd on the script. <laughs> I've, kinda, I've had to train my brain when I'm moving. Don't, don't hit the song. Swipe mm-hmm. it to cue it. So, I've been practicing. What Bethany, what was your first dance with Josh? Uh, change the world, Eric Clapton. I think we talked about this because I had to Google what it was. I was like, "Oh, I like this." But song. Um, Ross Thompson played it live. Who? Who's he? Who's that? <laughs> He's a graduate of TSA. He plays around town. He's really, really good. Nice. Okay, there is it. Can I say what their first song is on the air? I wouldn't. No, just, don't no, give that don't, away. Don't do that. Yeah. Just, just because it's their big day and they want to probably want to surprise people and have a moment, yeah. have their okay. moment. Just yeah. don't. I'm a wedding novice. Like, <laughs> like, it's fine. We're here to help you. When Justin and I went over the script and how things will will play mm-hmm. out a couple of weeks ago, I said, "You don't don't tell me that we're doing it differently because it's all new to me. Right, right. Like, this is fresh. I've never had to do this before. Everything's so differently. You to don't you, you yeah. don't have to worry about me doing something else that another DJ or a host or a band would do or a certain order because right. it's all new to me. Yeah. Um, Six twelve, the morning reboot. Q one hundred five. It's Eric. Floyd and Bethany, uh, you you have leftover. Would you rather? Oh, I do. I'm sorry. Yes, I Hit do. Hit Bethany with them. Because... Come on, Beth. Beth, let's right. play a game. Remember, Yay! bury them in innuendos. It's called Yay! Would You Rather the Game. <laughs> All right. Would you? <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Let's do it again. Would you rather the <laughs> game? Yes. Would you rather change jobs every few years or keep one job for the rest of your life? Oh. Good question. That's hard because I've done the like I've been at TSA for twelve years. Um, I like I. I guess change. change. I would change. See, yeah. I feel I feel like that's a new age answer because I feel like my mom had her job for like since I came right. out the womb, and then when she was like, "Oh, I'm switching jobs," Absolutely. I'm like, "How dare you?" Well, and a lot of people <laughs> in the job that I have, they do change every couple mm-hmm. years. Um, but I just feel like. Like, especially Gerky and I together, like, our passion for TSA, like, we wouldn't go anywhere else and do it, so, but I, if I wasn't, like, in this job, Mm -hmm. I I would probably change, because I like, yeah, I like change. This one I came up with, because I thought about today, and both of you guys can answer it, would you rather 
have every movie spoiled for you before you watch it mm-hmm. or not be able to watch a new movie until it's been out for a year? Great question. I'll go with A. Easy. Easy. Oh, I I could wait to see it. <laughs> and you could. basically have to you stay have off to the internet. You have to avoid spoilers, yeah. I'm with him. I'd spoil it for me because I'd still see it. Even if I don't, even if I know what happens and I often read, you know, rumor websites Mm -hmm. for stuff I want to see and it it, it hints at things, I still want to see what leads to this. The acting and in the case of the Joker movie, the soundtrack was brilliant. Listen, is that released yet? Because I I would think it would be, but it was good. You can't can't avoid things. Like, I've literally on Friday afternoons with the old show, I'm like, "My my week is done. I either go see this movie or stay off the internet all weekend. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I went I, to see. I rare, I rarely go to the movies like when it first comes out. Like yeah. I usually wait a while before I go see it, just because. So you could do the year thing. Yeah. He's gotten me going into movies more, and I re- realize because like when I was younger, like high school years, early college, I used to love going to the movies. I that would was, like to go. But like ever since like working with him, hanging out with him, I'm like, hmm. I love this. I love the movies. I love like. The, I love the smell of the popcorn. I don't ever buy concessions because I ain't got all that money. Like, you got my money for the movie. Going but, alone? I would do that. I honestly would. Oh, like, if 100%. I had more free time. I would totally go by myself, yeah. yeah. The, the, okay. the extent of Floyd and I going to this movie together was... The high, the the peak of it was taking a picture. Other than that, I think the only thing he said was, "I have to go to the bathroom. I'll see you tomorrow." Well, so I, I, <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. Or or when the Star Wars trailer came out, yes. I did go. I, I, yes. I, need, I think your words were, "I need December off." Yeah, I said, "I need all of December off." I really. But really, do. when you go to the movies, there's no talk. It's just a companion thing. Well, the people that's... behind me kept. Sorry to cut you off. No, the people fine. behind me kept talking, and she, he was like, uh, like he was like giving commentary, and the girl guy was just like, shh. Like, I don't understand why people go to the movies on a date. Like, especially a first date. Like, you're not going to talk to each yeah. other. Like, yep. why Why would you do that? It's so awkward. And the, all right. <laughs> oh, I got one. Are you ready? Would you rather have a unibrow or a full back of hair? That's a fun <gasps> one. Back. Don't, I can cover that. Can I get rid right. of the unibrow? No. But yeah, we're going like... to have to go with back. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't have it on my face. I... I I have back here, so we're good. It's fine. It's very fine. Yeah, I. That's yeah. a good panel full of ladies question. I'm gonna do. Oh back, yeah, do it. Back do hair it. Question. Cannot have it on my face. All right, one final one for all of our for all of us. Would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous villain? <gasps> Wait, I'm confused. Like, if I'm an unknown, does that mean that I like do you good save people, but no one knows who you are? But if you're a villain, everyone's like, oh, that's 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 the Eric Chase, or that's the Beth Beth. I know what I would be. I didn't even think about that hard. No, I'd be unknown. Go. I'd be a famous villain. You know, I'd, I'd love I'd, it. I'd yeah, love it. <laughs> but, but I'd, yeah, I'd go with unknown. Not to sound like I'm troubled, but when I was in the throes of, of the worst emotions I've ever dealt with, and when I, I, I literally immersed myself into, into Batman, and mm-hmm. I turned myself into that morose, sullen, brooding person, it was my escape from what I was actually dealing with. And I remember reading, I think I told you that, that famous uh, uh, graphic novel, The Killing Joke, mm-hmm. where the Joker tortures Commissioner Gordon and paralyzes his daughter. And his point is, and I think there was a quote in some of the reviews that I've read, the Joker's point was, you're all one bad day away from being me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that. And That's a good quote. 
Now, the, the truth is, and it's illustrated in the movie, um, you're not one bad thing. You're, as we saw in the movie, dozens of things. It was a collection. <laughs> usually, usually, uh, and, and it's born out of what happened to him is... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Watch so, it. It, it. It's like, there's never one, one like, people... If you're of the right mind and you go see that movie and you do like some people have been concerned about, that's not going to happen. Like things have already happened. You're not just going to go as, a, as an even keeled human being yeah. with, with with your 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 mental acuity about you and go. Now I'm going to go kill. It, it doesn't work like <laughs> right. that. I, I went into the, going back to the joke. I went into this movie thinking he was going to take a nap and wake up and be like, I hate Gotham. Yeah, like that's what I doesn't that's, work. That's like what that. I walked in is. But then I was just like. As I said on Facebook, I was like, bitch. Okay, I was like, this is deep. 60 seconds on this. Did, did you see Black Panther? Yes. Okay, so I, I'll go back to Joker, sorry. I don't agree, obviously, with his actions. Oh, yeah. But I can sympathize and completely understand what he turned into. Same thing with Killmonger. Yeah. Mm. I, we all would have been like that yeah. if we were mistreated by parents and, yeah. and, and thought we... Someone else had something that we rightfully deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sympathy of villains these days is a neat theme in movies. It's complex. And the wrong people can take it the wrong way. But um, 619 with the morning reboot. Uh, the Perrysburg had a, a passionate evening last night Ooh. with uh, the night about the audit and and some pretty hefty tax increases that could come with it. And stop calling 911 for your contact lenses. What? More of that next. Bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah. Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. That's uh you know that's Jerry Anderson's voice in there, right? Oh yes. Is it really? It's gonna be a bad weekend for the godfather of all Toledo media. Why? What? Oh. That, that's in the, the end of uh of Uh-oh. our news here. Uh, first up, Perrysburg. They got a, They held a discussion last night. Uh, school board officials and parents about the audit that came down mm-hmm. that recommended uh, lots of cuts, eliminating 49 teachers, six administrators, and other employees. They'd be in a $28 million deficit in the current five-year budget forecast if it were continued. So there's a levy on the upcoming ballot, and it's going to increase over a five-year time span. Um, and you know how this math works. It's what your home is worth. So if you live in a $200,000 home in Perrysburg, and you probably do, you would pay $46 a month. It would go up by about $9 every year, leading to the fifth year. Um, if my math was right, so you're going to pay about 550 bucks. So what happened? Why did this happen? According to the superintendent, Tom Hossler, said the need for the levy is a direct result of the district's growth experience between the academic years of 16 and this year. I did not anticipate the hundreds and hundreds of students that came between those years and with the way of with the way the funding mechanism is set up in Ohio that accelerated where we are. It's not a surprise that we're on the ballot this year if you were paying attention in 2016 and even before that. What options do we have? The auditor of the state is saying if you're not going to ask your voters, you need to cut and here's what it looks like. Mm. And if you cut now, it's going to be... Uh, even worse, as your district continues to grow. Uh, I guess my only criticism is why didn't anyone have this kind of foresight so they could have thrown the the taxes on prior? Mm-hmm. Instead of like a last-minute effort, last-minute right. ditch effort. Um, I, it just, 
so you good. live here? Hey, right. Like, you live here? Finish like, it up. If Bethany and I were together, I'm like, babe, let's go. We going to Sylvania. Like, we're, we're going I mean, to Toledo. I, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, That's a lot. I don't understand how these things work because I'm a TSA. We're a community school and we mm-hmm. only operate on state funds. Yeah. So we have to educate our kids Stop on a fraction babies. of what they have. So. That's, that's a lot of money. And that's a lot of teachers being cut, too. Yeah. So, like, if you're... So, here, here's my outside looking in, not from here. So, if you cut all these teachers, does that stop the student growth? No. So, like, then, then you're going to have overpopulated classrooms, yep. correct? Yeah. yeah. And then, which will lower the, the grade of the school district, mm-hmm. which will have people moving out of the district. So, And your first thought is probably, yes, where can we move to? But then you go, wait a second, is it worth picking up and moving over $500 a yeah. year? Is $500 a year for, for a good public education worth it? And the answer is probably yes, considering yeah. all the other things that you would do. I Again, I'm just disappointed. I don't know how, how the, the Perrysburg School District is spending their money. Right. I'm just, I'm just more curious. Why didn't anybody have the foresight? Like the the reason we elect people and put people in certain mm-hmm. positions is, look, you got you have to trust them. Sometimes that trust is misplaced. But more than anything, you want these people to be able to guide things, and that includes having foresight. And Perrysburg is. I'm trying to think. They're like a small community, but they're like budding and blooming. So like it's a growing area. So they have do they have one high school? So like all these, so they, I believe so. So, so they, the middle so they know all these kids are going to be coming at some point. That's I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I don't want hate mail from people in Perrysburg, but I'm just saying, like, like you yeah, said, yeah, you know that, like I, I don't live there anymore. I lived there for a short time, um, in a tiny apartment. But if you know the housing is growing, then like you should plan on more students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you should know that there's going to be more students. I don't and, know. And then you know if. One of the things I looked at when I was looking uh, to to buy a place, if you are someone moving to Perrysburg, perhaps you're 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 an empty nester or something. You've mo- you've moved from mm-hmm. Toledo. You're moving to Perrysburg. What if you don't have kids? Like it kind of irritates oh, you. Oh, I you, never yeah. thought about that. And, and this is where um, people who complain about the S word that ends in ism with Bernie oh, Sanders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ba- like you're funding someone else's. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's decisions and um, again why why not no foresight? I was like as we're focusing on the teachers, I mean the students. I just think about these teachers, like potentially teachers who are doing great in their community, like could just be like one day like, hey Bethany, can I come talk to you in my office? And you're just like you're fired, right? You're and you can't you can't do anything about it. So that's crazy. Um, we can do something yeah. about this. The United Way of Greater Toledo, where our friend Lucas works, mm-hmm. uh, and city officials are coming together to discuss the findings of a 911 task force that was created to address the overwhelming number of non-emergency calls being made in Toledo. The event is scheduled for 4:30 to 6 Tuesday at the main library. Um, in 2018. 20 individuals called 911 a total of 800 times, costing the city about a quarter of a million dollars in responses. Since 1990, we have seen a 15% decrease in population, yet 911 calls have increased by 33%. Fire crews have responded to requests to change a catheter, clean a bedpan, and to help someone reach their TV remote. I know how we can make up some of that tax money for Perrysburg. That sounds find like the, a... Find those people. A... Did that Medi- just say change a catheter? Yeah. Okay. Call Bethany. She's a kid. Yeah, like all they need to do is set up like a health care line that's non-emergency. There is a non-emergency I, number. Right. But, but I don't know what that is. 
Like, you need to promote that number so that people know if I need medical attention that's not emergency, I can call somebody. And most people like who a have traveling a nurse. catheter, there's a number on your bag and it says, like, malfunction or if you need assistance. It has, like, the 800 or 419 number. But think about it. If they're, to- like... Old. No family. If, right. If they have issues, they can't see. Like, Life I- alert it. Well... Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I. But, like, 911 is an easy number. Like, what they is- need... You know, four one one information what is our. Un- you're, you're right. I don't numbers. know the non. I don't know the non emergency number, but I know that I can Google it. We should probably all have Did, it. I know a person is not going to Google it. I know. Yeah, I'm about I know. to give it right now. Don't but there, you there are ways around this. But you, you, you <laughs> there know. are some commercials up on channel thirteen and eleven, Qu- and quarter of a million dollars. Um, streets near Bowser and Wait will be closed briefly this evening for homecoming parades, uh, while Aww. UT's homecoming parade will affect some streets tomorrow morning. The Bowser parade will follow Detroit, Arlington, Woodsdale, and South. Um, all in this area. It'll start at five. The Wait parade will take second to Main, then Main to Star, East Broadway, North Ravine. And White Street. It'll start at 5.30. Tomorrow, the UT Parade will start on campus at Parking Lot 13 and enter Bancroft shortly after 10.30. A couple more beautification projects are happening in the area. Uh, City Council this week approved grants for a new playground at Smith Park, new basketball hoops at Sleepy Hot Hollow, <clears throat> and a welcome sign for Toledo's Warehouse District. The only thing I ask is they want to put that they want to put the welcome thing, the gateway thing, at Michi- Michigan and Washington. That's different than the giant phallic thing outside of the standard they need to cover that thing up wait where is it? <clears throat> you know where the standard is yeah uh they put up a statue like last summer it's the gateway into downtown isn't that supposed to be like a bridge <clears throat> like half of the bridge? it looks like this there's a lot of bottles coming off of it i believe oh, but yeah. they look like something That's else what I'm of. St- where, where the standard is <clears throat> um just just up the street from grumpy's yeah i know yeah. Where that is but yeah. i haven't noticed it, it. it looks like is that where you're coming off the trail? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. It okay. looks like there are sex toys coming off of it. <laughs> Moving on. Good to know. Uh, UT hosts Western tomorrow at 3.30. BG heads to Notre Dame as historic underdogs. Woo, they are boy. A, that's the Jerry Anderson thing. <laughs> Jerry is the king of BG. It's in South Bend. They're 45 and a half point underdogs. The good thing is, I guess, it's on national TV. It'll be on NBC tomorrow. Browns are at San Francisco Monday night. Lions are off. <clears throat> Things to do this weekend. Zombie Fest in downtown Monroe. The Glow Roll, 419. Uh, McQueen's Apple Butter Festival is this weekend. And then I think next weekend is Grand Rapids Apple Butter Festival. Do people confuse them? <clears throat> What's the Apple Umpkin Festival? Is that something different? I saw the commercial for it. Maybe I'm just way off. And tomorrow night, uh, preseason game for the Walleye at 7 o'clock. Yes, and I also I have the non-emergency dispatch number for people if you need it. 419-240-1055. That too, but don't call us, but it's 419-245-3340 and that is on the Toledo Police Department website. It says non-emergency and No, both they need letters. a three-digit non-emergency <laughs> number. No, here's the thing. Save that in your phone if you are older. Just What if they don't have a phone? What if all they have is a house phone? Write it down That's next to the a phone. Thing. Why are you? I don't, I don't. Some of those. If if it's a medical thing, I get it. You're you're a panicked older yeah. person. I'm just trying to make it easy for people. Because nine one one is easy. There have been times where truly I thought it was an emergency because I I couldn't find the remote. <laughs> Listen. If I can't reach it and the commercials were on, <laughs> that is an easy fix. All you do is train uh, Andre to find it. 
SVU, or did he? They said SVU would be back in 30 seconds. Right. I'm, I'm down to four seconds. Help. That's why you train your dogs to go find it. Your dogs know where your remotes are? No, but if I tied a piece of bacon, they'd find it. Ooh, that's 643. Genius. I find it for you. Uh, <laughs> there are some things, some videos on the internet that we all absolutely enjoy. And as much as this person loves cats, it is not a cat video. We'll play some of it before seven. You like it any better? Nope. I'm really? gonna love you. Uh, that is Dan and Shay featuring Justin Bieber, 10,000 hours new on Q105. It's the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd. Bethany from TSA is here with us. His voice fits in well with them. Those I agree. two, yep. he really they, they could be a trio. Um, That's true. Jan Shea and Biebs. <laughs> uh, so Taylor Swift was on Jimmy Fallon last night uh, mm-hmm. and and knew a lot of knew she can identify songs. She could play Throwback Thursday with us. Mm-hmm. She did miss on her song. I don't have that, but I do have this. Um, I guess her. I, I would believe that this was all set up and scripted because I just think that's that's how Taylor the the corporation works. But even if it was, it was entertaining. Um, and, and included in that was she acted surprised that her mom told Jimmy that she got LASIK surgery. Oh. And when you get LASIK, they'll give you some Valium. They'll make you a little bit higher. She, she got eye surgery. Yeah. And we all like the videos when, when people get doped up from... Uh, Oral surgeries, right? I do. Uh, it's a good time. So Taylor uh, waking up from the surgery with the eyes and, and a banana. Okay, so uh, she found a snack. It wasn't the one I wanted. Stop! You can't cry. That that's not supposed to be what you're doing. I try to get this okay, one. Let me get the other one for you. For, okay. Here mm-hmm, we go. This one, but what do we do with this now? I'll eat it. I'll eat it. It's mine. But it doesn't have a head, honey. It's fine. I don't need a head. Okay, I'm crying. I'm fine. Don't. You don't want to cry. Mm-hmm. That's not what you want to do. Sometimes it doesn't go your way. <laughs> She's. You don't fall asleep eating a banana, okay? I'm not asleep. My mind is alive. <laughs> laying down in bed with this, the, the, the recovery mask on, and she's chewing the banana like like oh. an, like a, a, a child chews, like a cow. And the rest, you need the visual. It's on our Q105 Facebook page. I'm going to go. Poor thing. I'm going down saying that that as usual, it's set up and scripted, but that doesn't make it any less entertaining. It's so so funny. funny. It is funny. You're sleeping. My mind's awake. That's That's what I say every morning. That's hilarious. That's what I was going to say. That's me at work. Cardi B in Bodak Yellow sounds like what? Yabba dabba doo. Um. (laughs) She uh, she was on Ellen yesterday. This is like the one week that Jaden hasn't been on. He signed a hot dog yesterday at uh, Tony Paco's. Can Gloria get some love, please? His grandma. Right. Give that lady some gas cards. I, every every time he... Maybe she gets Tony Paco's hot dogs for life. That doesn't fuel a Oldsmobile. No, right. <laughs> I hope she got a good pension because... If I'm Steve Taylor or somebody at Yark, I'm giving Gloria a car and gas cards. Right. Um, so she hit Ellen yesterday to talk about uh, being in Hustlers. I couldn't believe what it was like on the set for like 16 hours. Is this what actors and actresses got to go through? Uh, artists, we have long days, but it's full of excitement. We move around, we're doing something. On the set of the movie, Cardi says you got to wait in the trailer until it's your turn. You got to do the same scene like 20 times. Ellen says you're not going to do that again, are you? And she said, oh, yes, I am. I'm going to film for a movie this month. As for why she would subject herself to more of that boredom and repetitiveness, I enjoy the checks. 
That's exactly right. You get that money, girl. You get that money. I love it. I love the the one line like when she's on the set of Hustlers. I didn't know sixteen hours. Girl used to be a stripper. That, that it's the same thing. Just glorify, girl. But you're doing something the whole time. She was doing something too. No. No. I mean, and when, you're when, like upside down with your leg around the pole, and they're right. like, "Cut." <laughs> she's like, "Ah." Oh, that would be a hard scene to film over, like a pole right. dance, like. Over All and right, over and over do, again. yeah, your core has to be right. Um, ba, 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 ba. Another potential Halloween costume. Yesterday it was sexy college admission scandal. Sexy Mr. Rogers included with the puppets. Mm-hmm. Uh, call me when this becomes a sexy costume. Target has introduced Dorothy, Rose, Blanche, and <gasps> Sophia. <gasps> Dorothy's ensemble, it's the Golden Girls. Dorothy's ensemble comes with a scarf, wide leg pants, black and white blouse. Rose has a periwinkle dress, uh, which was a staple of her wardrobe. Sophia's costume is also a dress, but it comes in a floral pattern. The only missing thing is, is are the wigs. You have to buy them separately. But like I said, call me when you do sexy Golden Girls. I want to be <laughs> Sophia. I want to be Blanche. She's a bit. I do. I love Blanche. But then there's Betty White. I really like all of them. Although B. Arthur was always like the downer. Like she was like mm-hmm. Debbie Downer. Yeah, so she, I was, was like, she was the one who kept it in perspective. Blanche, you're a whore. Yeah, yeah. Rose, you're I'm stupid. I'm like, calm down, Dorothy. And then it's not she that just, serious. <laughs> so it's like, Blanche, whore. Betty, stu- what was her name? Rose, stupid. Rose. Ma. Ma! That's <laughs> all she would say. Ma! And then there's... I love. I like the Golden Girls. Uh, last thing here, we saw the Joker yesterday. If you go back in the podcast, Floyd and I will give you uh, our thoughts without spoilers. But the Oscar winners, Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro, had a different way about going about their jobs. Uh, as Phoenix explains, he prefers a looser approach to get inside the head of the character. For me, I always thought that acting should be like a documentary that you should feel whatever it is that you're feeling and what you think the character is going through. But De Niro likes to read through scripts before shooting and be completely familiar with the material. Phoenix thought just the opposite. Bob, I guess everybody, if you've ever heard a Robert De Niro story, everybody calls him Bob. Mm. Bob called me and goes, tell him he's an actor and he's got to be there. I like to hear the whole movie and we're going to get all in a room and just read it, uh, Todd Phillips said in an interview. And I'm in between a rock and a hard place because Joaquin's like, there's no effing way I'm doing a read-through. I do read-throughs before we shoot. That's what we do. Eventually worked out their differences. De Niro even talked about a moment, um, take a moment to hold Phoenix's face and give him a kiss on the cheek. But that doesn't mean that they were always pals on set as their characters. They didn't see eye to eye in the movie. It's, Everybody's got their own their own groove, their he, own way of doing things. And he's that actor that he's in character the whole time he's filming. And based on this movie, I would have got annoyed. Because I know like what you just said from that Robert De Niro so like, in his ways and like such like he's been in the game for so long imagine like coming onto the set of the joker and they're like cut and joaquin phoenix is still the joker and robert nero's like hey and he's just like ha, 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 ha. i'm just like ah i would just go to my trailer and just leave um yeah. it was good to see robert de niro in a movie where he lived up to his talents as opposed mm-hmm. to getting just like a paycheck for a yeah. dumb comedy uh 702 with the morning reboot in about an hour where my girls at? Right. From the front to back. Is you feeling that? Put one hand up. Can you repeat that? Uh, in about an hour, your first national keyword of the day of the day to win the thousand dollar payoff. Next, we torture Bethany just a little bit no. with the five second roll. Q105. Seven fifteen. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. 
105, Eric and Floyd, our friend Bethany from TSA is here with us. If you text the word, um, <clears throat> we're doing one word, right, Crazy Bob? Yes, uh, no spaces. No spaces in Crazy Bob. Uh, you can text that once each day to try to score tickets to the Haunted Hydro. And it will be a chilly, cryptic, chilling fall night tonight at the Haunted Hydro. Mm, and we go next Friday. I'm so excited. I feel like that's like... I'm mad that it, wait, I waited 36 years to go there, but I felt like once I was there, like, these are my people. Well, in six of those years, it wasn't even open, so that was really uh, that was really a wait. Well, six of those years, I didn't even live here, so we good. <laughs> when you say we, you say Be- I mean Bethany, right? Because Bethany's going to go. Uh, oh. I don't do scary. It's not scary. It's just startling. It's it is startling. Like it's they're not conjuring spirits, right? Do you Without- know how I first discovered I had a heart condition? <laughs> Wait, you have a heart condition? Yes. Somebody put through those uh, poppers that you have mm-hmm. at like Fourth of July. Ooh. And I want an SVT. What's that? Superventricular tachycardia. So, what do you, what's wrong? My heart will start beating at like two hundred beats per minute, so- and if I don't stop it, I will die. All right, we can't take you. So there's she a, ain't going. Yeah, there's a sign that says no pregnant ladies or people with heart conditions yeah. or if you have, tr- have trouble with anxiety. No, 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 no. Right, that's you're what I mean. Like, I, what if I die? I will leave your throbbing ass right there in that room. You could be our DHD, our designated haunted driver, okay? <laughs> there you go. You sit in the car. Oh, maybe wow. if I get like... They have carnival food. So maybe you can eat okay. while we're getting scared. I'll sit there and eat my funnel cake and you can... Okay, deal. Will it be scary round two? They're going to be like, hey, Floyd, welcome back. Yeah, that's... It's not... Yeah. Oh, it's going to be... I get I get caught up in it. So, like, I amp myself up. And if Buddy is there... Damn, Buddy. I have a picture of Buddy. <laughs> is that the one the, that was, like, following you yeah, around? Yeah, I haven't posted a picture yeah. of him. I should probably post him. Like, I'm coming for you, Buddy. They were actually cool. I liked it. Hi, Philip. Come and play with us. Listen, that was... Horribly mean. I know. That was about as bad as that van of clowns that and you And if you if you've seen that, you. oddly, not an extra in the Joker. <laughs> that that was the scariest video, and I don't even care about clowns. Five. And I was scared. Second rule time. Oh. Ready? Let's keep talking about clowns. <laughs> Let's do it. Floyd, you're up first. You'll give right. me uh, three things that uh that, that you could name here. Um I miss having Phil up here for this. All right, Floyd, you're up first. I need three things you hang on a wall. Pictures, a clock, a TV. Oof. Okay. Coming in close. Let's go over to Bethany here. Bethany, I need three things that you blow. A horn, your birthday candle's out, and... Floyd, I need three <laughs> kinds of deli meat. Salami ham bologna. Whoa, sir. Spoken like a true diabetic. Yeah. You knew those way too quick. They're not doused in sugar. They're doused in junk. All right, I don't know. I don't trust deli meat. Floyd, rank these things. Rank your favorite deli meats. Hard salami's number one. And then bologna's last. And then the middle would be like black forest ham. <laughs> Bologna is disgusting. Rank the hams. Go. No, just kidding. Ham. <laughs> like black. Isn't there Virginia ham? I don't know. All right. Next up, Bethany. I need famous purple things. A uh, giant purple people eater. Barney. And <clears throat> grimace. 
Oh, dang it. <laughs> oh, well. Floyd. Yes. Um, I need three things you steal. A car, money, and a cell phone. Hef- uh, headphones off. Shout out to Hill Avenue. Uh, not near record. <laughs> Next up, Bethany. I need a, a, what, SVT. What is it again? Superventricular tachycardia. What's going on with your body as that's happening? Your heart just starts beating way too fast. Okay. Um, this was on here. I didn't just add this. I need mm, three, okay. thing, three things you shake. Uh, maracas, hands, and smoothie. Shake a smoothie? Yeah, to like, you got to mix it up. Oh. Glad you didn't say baby. Well. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Headphones on. No, just kidding. <laughs> Never, ever shake a baby. Floyd, I need three cereals with marshmallows. Lucky Charms, Marshmallow Stars, which is Lucky, the name, not name brand Lucky Charms. Chocula. <laughs> I was going to say, I had to say is it marshmallow stars? I don't know. Yeah. I've never, yeah. yeah. And all the That's horror like brands. The <laughs> yeah. Doesn't Frankenberries just come out like once a year now? Booberries. Is that what it is? Mm hmm. Is it? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, I don't appreciate ah, ah. the people texting me telling me that I suck at this game. Wow. Just to your face? Just t- to, to her wrist. To, to, to my eyes. <laughs> Next up, uh, Bethany, I need three creatures that are extinct. Woolly uh, mammoth? Mm-hmm. And dinosaurs. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> what you won't do is say woolly mammoth and look at me for clearance. Like, girl, you ain't never seen a woolly mammoth in your Help lifetime. Me. <laughs> she goes, woolly mammoth. <laughs> eh? I go, I personally have never seen one. I don't know about you. Or was she alluding that you, you are one? I don't know. No, she, she, help. If you would have saw her, she said, woolly mammoth. Am I right? I'm like, I've never seen one. I need your help. <laughs> I need your support. Floyd, last one for you. You ready? Oh, that was hilarious. Okay. I need three cities in Canada. Toronto, Ontario. What's that one above Windsor. us? Windsor. Windsor. See, I help you. You're supposed to help me. Right, I'll help you with this one. I'll give you, you one. Okay. Ontario right. is a province, not a city. Sorry. Burn. What's another one? Saskatchewan. Oh, no, Copenhagen. That's one. That's in Sweden or Norway? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm... Vancouver. Vancouver. Damn it. Calgary. Edmonton. So I'm, literally everywhere they have the Winter Olympics. Listen, I'm going <laughs> to agree with Philip that I get abused because you give him the easy wow, ones. And then I, I either get the could be inappropriate charged ones or just like the hard ones. <laughs> I don't see any difference in the ones that I give you at all. I don't I just, let me look up Philip, that not, come let, back. Let me look at that non-emergency number so we can call the way ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys today. Seven twenty two with the morning review tomorrow <laughs> at Promenade Park in the morning. We'd love for you to join us for the Out of the Darkness Walk. What is that all about? More next. Seven thirty four. Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. We're live. Where Floyd? My Facebook, Bethany's Facebook, and Q's. So many. 
So many live feeds. Good morning. A little bit after 8 o'clock this morning, your first chance to get that national keyword to score $1,000 with the $1,000 payoff. Also, if you text one word, Crazy Bob, to our text line, 419-240-1055, you will be in the running to grab tickets to the Haunted Hydro. We'll be out there next Friday night. Like uh, like we were out last Friday night, last Friday morning, my friend Rachel Klotz. Yay! Good la, 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 la. job. It'll always be Vallis in my phone. I know. That's Ra- all right. Rachel is the director of the local chapter of the AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And tomorrow, it's walk. Happy Walk Eve. I know. I'm so excited. Weather looks clear. It looks like it's supposed to be mostly sunny. Uh, no rain. No rain. So last year, it was cold and rainy, and it poured, no. and then it... Got obliteratingly hot and muggy, and then it rained some more. And it was last year was not as fun, but this year it's going to be amazing. We do the walk regardless of conditions because we're doing it to to raise awareness about um, the battle against suicide, suicide prevention, all things mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, What did we what did we not cover last week that we need to get into? this week how about what kind of resources are available for people uh that might have questions because obviously we know there's a there's a stigma and some people don't want to talk about this absolutely we have uh vendors that will be there i haven't actually gotten the complete list but one of our walk committee members uh barbara has been organizing vendors i think she said we have something like 30 vendors oh, nice. that are going to be yeah. that are going to be there um they range from uh different many different organizations so some of the mental health organizations that are around um in our area we have um people there i know my sister and brother-in-law will be selling their Zulis, you know, CBD oil since mm-hmm. that's really big and, you know, my sister struggles uh, with mental health and she's actually found this CBD oil to be very, very beneficial for her. Um, so we have that happening. We have, I don't Jen, do you remember what else? I just, Let's there's, go, well, t- well, there'll be 30 tables let's go over the information the basic stuff it's down at promenade park uh can people park in the garage do we know that the the promenade or promenade park the pro medica garage and that parking lot that's kind of adjacent to it between pro medica and was it owens corning like that street level parking Mm -hmm. behind behind ford industry square yes Yes. Correct. Both of those areas will be open to park for $5. Of course, there's always on-street parking, mm-hmm. but then you're going to have to walk a little farther. The convenience of it for me is you know, $5. I'll totally pay that. Yeah. What time that. do we get going for registration and everything else? 9.30 is registration. That's when that kicks off. Regardless if you've registered online or need to register that day, we ask that everyone check in at the registration table just so we have a better idea mm-hmm. of... You you know how many people actually attended it's hard it's hard to guesstimate um, last year i think we guesstimated that we had about 1200 people right now i am so excited <laughs> like the walk team we have all been paying so close attention to our numbers online we are over a thousand pre-registered walkers nice. which um Online That's registration awesome. actually ends today at noon. Okay. So if you want to make so your if you want to make your morning easier tomorrow, get your registration done online. It is 
ends at noon today. What's the website to do that? That is afsp.org slash Toledo. Easy stuff. Can you share your story about how and why you're involved? Sure. Uh, February of 2002, I lost my aunt to suicide. December of 2004, I lost my mom to suicide. They were sisters. Um, when I actually, um, I remember being at like the funeral home and people coming through the line. And when they would come through, you know, everybody wants to know what happened, mm. right? And so they would say, you know, I heard it was and they whispered it mm-hmm. and i got really offended by that because you know had my mom had breast cancer yeah. or you know some other like a tangible type yeah. disease um they wouldn't have lowered their voice when yeah. they said you know oh was it cancer um or you know i'm just using cancer because right. that's yeah. it's popular right yeah so cancer's doing very well for itself. <laughs> yes. I know what she means. Like, like they're, right. they're not afraid to say cancer out loud. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. No, no, I get it. And, sorry, and I didn't, the, the dialogue that. has shifted in, yeah. in, in right. years where um, yes. people will will have more sympathy for or equal amount of sympathy for cancer and other illnesses as right. they do for those that uh that that lose their lives due to a mental health issue right you know the brain being as complex as it is it's still an organ it can still get sick mm-hmm. right so you know when i when that happened i kind of decided that i was going to do what i could you know what was in my power to be part of something bigger than myself to make sure that it wasn't something that people you know lowered their voices mm-hmm. for uh so I found AFSP in 2009, and I have been involved ever since. After uh, the two losses of your mom and your aunt, and in between, so like 04 to 09, how did you uh, mentally, emotionally, psychologically manage the grief? Um, well, there were multiple counselors. <laughs> I, um, I did actually seek help. So I did talk therapy. Um, I still to this day rely on pharmaceutical intervention mm. to, you know, keep my prescribed chem- prescribed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yes. We know what you meant. <laughs> Take your meth and go. <laughs> no, no, it is prescribed. It is completely legal. <laughs> so Oh, sorry. You were. I, I had a question. That was me. Yes. In. So, like, when you went through the two deaths, did you ever have a thought in your brain where you were just like, "I'm next"? Because like that hits so close to home. Good like, question. did you feel like yeah. you would fall down this path too? Like, because I, I think of. I'd be like, oh, well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have those thoughts. Like, like well, you, when you think of cancer, it's like it's sometimes it's hereditary and it goes through the family. Mm-hmm. Like, did you have that thought where you're just like, well, my day is coming at some point. Right. You know, that's a really good question. Um, And actually, I did. Um, I, you know, mental health can be hereditary. Mm -hmm. My grandpa, so my aunt and my mom's father, uh, was bipolar, um, suffered with it my mom's entire life. Um, So then when my aunt and my mom both were... uh, had mental illnesses and subsequently, you know, ended decided to end their lives. Um, I was, I'm, I was just terrified. So anytime somebody talks about being depressed, I immediately jump to that. Mm. You know, whenever, you know, mental illness, I immediately jump. Are you okay? Are you, you know, do you have thoughts of suicide? Do you, you know, do you have a plan to end your life or self harm or something? So yeah, I, you know, I know that my husband at the time, he was very concerned about mm-hmm. me too. You know, with me um, being on an antidepressant, he was, you know, I think that was just his natural reaction is just like, no, you can't have that because 
I can't handle you, you right. know, dying by suicide. So, no, absolutely. To your point, and I'll be more emphatic about it because I share it all the time when, when I'm out doing talks or whatever. Parents pass on their physical traits, mm-hmm. eyes, hair color, body shape. They You absolutely pass on what's inside mm-hmm. your brain. Absolutely. So, um, well, tomorrow morning, 9.30 is registration, Promenade Park. We'd love to see you out there for the Out of the Darkness walk. AFSP.org slash Toledo. Yes. Okay. Um, since we're talking about this, uh, you should definitely go see the Joker movie. You know what? I heard that on the way, on my drive-in. Mm-hmm. On this and station, right? Of course on this station. Okay. You guys were talking about, you went to see it yesterday. Yeah, it, was, and it was an eye-opener for me. Like, checks all these boxes and you'll mm-hmm. appreciate really? it. Be, be, okay. Because um, he's on seven different medications. He stops taking... And then uh, one thing that wasn't in one of the trailers, which will totally resonate you because it's what we've just been discussing. He he was hospitalized and he's now working with a social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does he say? Uh, he, she says, uh, are you having any, any negative thoughts? And knowing that he now has all these medications and he asked for an increase in them, he says, all I have are negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's bad on any kind of mental health, specifically depression, can... can one thousand percent sympathize and empathize with that oh absolutely yeah absolutely even though i have a very mild form of uh depression it's still i absolutely can agree with that 110 percent. and you know we always hear people go well just calm down take it easy take a deep breath uh it doesn't work like that you really right. have to just in the same way that you can't do a bench press and automatically grow big muscles mm-hmm. you've got to do the same thing for your mind you've got to continually right. practice at mm-hmm. it to push those negative thoughts out because right. we all have them and the negative thoughts are what lead to the negative thoughts or the feelings of guilt right. are the ones that leading are, are the ones that lead people to kill themselves right well if i just might i'm gonna quote um a wonderful wonderful inspiring woman from utah who works with afsp um she had said you know if i had diabetes you wouldn't say, you know, I know Floyd, you can relate, right? You know, stop monitoring your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, like, don't worry about your insulin. Just pull your bootstraps up and just, right. you can power through this. Right. Like, you can make this happen. Like, if you think positive thoughts mm-hmm. and you can just drive right through this. It's not it's not that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to monitor your blood sugar. You have to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, do your insulin injections. Yeah. Mental health is the same way. It you know you can't just will yourself out of Medica- where it's, you are. It's not like an antibiotic where you stop taking your amoxicillin and you feel better. You always take the medication, and mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't fix it. It keeps right. you where we are, like a mm-hmm. person that would need to take blood pressure medication. Correct. You, you will need it for the rest of your life, but it keeps you feeling alive at mm-hmm. its very core level. That's what I want the stigma to go away just because like especially for kids and I know there are parents that don't they maybe don't want to address it or they don't want their kid on medication and it's like sometimes you need the medication to balance out the chemicals like mm-hmm. you just you can't no no amount of therapy can can fix it mm-hmm. and not the medication can fix it but it can certainly make it better and i just want that for the kids that can't make a decision like that for themselves mm-hmm. that the parents understand that it's okay if your child needs medicine to you know like don't don't ignore it or don't you know allow the fact that you don't want them on medicine to let the problem get worse as they get older or just ignore it all altogether. and i just i just hope that you know things like this and continuing conversations that 
you know, parents are like, okay, it's okay. Like, there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with my kid. Like, it's just that, you know, modern medicine can can help them live a better life. Absolutely. Tomorrow, uh, AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Out of the Darkness Walk, 930s Registration Promenade Park. We got fingers crossed. It's gonna be cold in the morning. You know that, right? I can deal with cold. cold. You can fine. always add layers. Uh, do I get more sweatpants this year? I don't know if we have sweatpants anymore. I love those sweatpants. <laughs> those are great pajama sweatpants. Can I just tell you how hard it was to actually get you to agree to take those sweatpants? Yeah, I don't like shirts because they're very picky with my shirts and sweatpants. Right. Well, I got you sweatpants, and you're like, I don't need sweatpants. Oh, they, oh, they were I'll awesome. I'll take sweatpants. I, I love, love her. I right. own a lot of sweatpants. Love, I'll take sweatpants. Can I just tell you, Put after, him in his place. after listening to you for so much, I always dreamed to be that person that you're like, I love this girl. I, I, it's so- every Every... Ladies panel that I've called into, I haven't gotten that yet, and I've I've been heartbroken. So I've gotten that two weeks in a row. You don't have to fight from a hug from me. Come oh, here, bring oh, it in. Yeah, yeah. It means it a in. lot to get yeah. floor That's approval. right. Yeah. That's Tomorrow right. morning, out of the darkness, walk nine thirty, Promenade Park. Is that the ribbon thing? Yes, oh, I can love I see that. It? Can I put it on our live. Yes. Put it on the live. Yeah, we'll ribbon grab some dance. pictures of that. Yay. So uh, no more balloon release. We've got ribbons tomorrow for the walk. Back next. Hold on. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd, Bethany. Do you want to stay for entertainment or do you have to go to work? I mean, my boss knows I'm here. Okay. Let's do this. Rachel from uh, AFSP will uh, stay. <laughs> so, Ew. who, Floyd, help me out. Who yes. is the actor that was in one of the Transformers movies? I think his name is TJ. He was in the fourth one. Funny dude. Oh, the he one I haven't Deadpool. seen. He was in Deadpool. Oh, I, yeah. So, that guy got caught up in some sexual abuse allegations. Was his real name oh. TJ? I think it's TJ something. It, it might be. If you could look that up real I will, fast. I will, I will. Uh, he got caught up in, but he is going to be in a, in a new upcoming movie that I saw. Um, around, oh, you okay, Bethany? Yep. The same time he got hit with those those allegations, James Franco's name was brought up, and it's been brought up again. Two former students of his now-closed acting school filed a lawsuit yesterday alleging that the classes existed only to create a way for Franco and his associates to take advantage of young women. Did you find the name? T.J. Miller? That's it. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Um... Sarah Taylor Kaplan and Tony Gall filed class action complaints in L.A. yesterday saying Franco and his partners engaged in widespread, inappropriate, and sexually charged behavior towards female students by sexualizing their power as a teacher and an employer, dangling the opportunity for roles for them. Uh, They had a studio in New York and Los Angeles. The suit alleges that the students paid $300 a month thinking they were participating in a bona fide acting school. Instead, the women claimed they were intimidated and sexually objectified. Uh, Franco taught a master class on sex scenes. In auditions for the classes, the students were pressured to engage in sexual activity that went well beyond the industry uh, norm, according to the plaintiffs. Rut-row. Right. I was like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not even going to speak on that because... You can't play those games anymore. It's... Oh, no. I don't even think it was a game, but I just... You just can't do that. And this isn't James Frankel's first... Yeah. When, when I think when Me Too first popped down up... down this road. About two years ago, yeah. it was Weinstein and then... T.J. Miller, who wasn't a big star, I, I know, kind of got kicked off. So he got kicked out of the second Deadpool movie, mm-hmm. where his part was cut because he was cut. And then shortly after, his name was James Franco, and it's back again. There seemed I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but there, there was a lot of smoke here, and these are mm-hmm. very detailed allegations. And it also goes back to that point of before this movement happened. Thank, thank goodness it did, but it, it this was the norm. You know what I mean? Like this was the yeah, norm. Like, hey, we're gonna so we're too. gonna do a sex scene today. Like, and I'm sure those girls at the time were like, 
oh, if I'm going to do an audition, I'm probably going to have to do this in a movie. But like now since the movement happened, I'm sure someone sat at their house or their apartment loft and they're just like, whoa. Like the radar's on. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things that clicked. Or thinking that you had to do this, something... Well, outside of your your moral your moral compass to get a to get a part, it was dis- despicable and disgraceful. And, and I'm thinking about if, if I was Floyd there, like now not necessarily a woman. I'm like I'm doing a sex scene with James Franco. You know what I mean? Like you get right, that in your right. head. You're like, oh, I'm getting a master class from this A list celebrity. He's going to teach me the ways. And then looking back, I'm still unemployed. Like, and yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and then you also think, wow. You know, I just added to his porn collection. Right, exactly. Oh, this is does it makes me angry. Looking at that, doesn't he remind you of Dustin Diamond? He does. He really does. That, that, oh, jeez, the mutton chops. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's true. Look at his uh, smile. I know. I would be like, Yuck. no, I'm good. Next up, uh, <laughs> Kylie Jenner is staying positive with her split from. Travis Scott, but to jump past the positivity, uh, she we talked about yesterday how apparently she left a party and went to go see Tyga, her ex, at a hotel studio. The internet makes everything 100 times more dramatic than what it really is. Um, there was no 2 a.m. date with Tyga. You see me drop off two of my friends at the studio he happened to be at. There was no date. I don't believe these people drive. So right. she didn't drop them off. No. <laughs> oh, no. She has, there's there's drivers, drivers for that. <laughs> right. I'm just like, once again, I just go back to being a normal Z-list person in America. Where the hell is your baby? Right. Like, oh, 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 wait. There's another, where's the baby? Wait, there's another line in there that speaks to what we talked about <laughs> yesterday. Cut. Uh, so this is from a source, but I feel like this source is, accurately depicts the situation, and it's kind of disgusting. Kylie has exactly what she always wanted, a child, and to be a young mother. Like, she used him as a sperm donor. And now I, someone else is raising it, a nanny. Uh, right. Next up, Rachel, are you, a, uh, are you a Mean Girls fan? I, we actually just talked about this yesterday. My siblings are young enough for the Mean Girls age and so every october 3rd they send the meme around yes. about it's october 3rd it's so fetch mm. danny devito all um, your work they uh yeah. the cast of mean girls kind of got together again uh lindsey lohan lizzie kaplan uh jonathan bennett who's from here in rossford and amanda seifert today of course i'll ask you what day it is he begins followed by adding we're also going to ask you to give so they got together for a good cause um the thirst project no it's not a bunch of underwear clad women on instagram i know it is i know it's for by all means no, no, it's for um, the water in Africa, correct? Yep. Oh, nice. We all know Katie was from Africa, but this year we want to help building a well in Uganda. Uh, I thought that said a wall at first. Too much Trump stuff. Um, they want to <laughs> have a well that brings water to 500 people for the rest of their lives. The video ends with Bennett reciting his famous Mean Girls quote, What day is it? And everyone says October 3rd. So, good cause right there. <laughs> I love that. It's October 3rd. It's October 3rd. There you go. My boobs can tell the weather. How so? That's a Mean Girls quote. Right. I oh. never saw it. It's a chance of rain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <at> the ri- <laughs> Sorry. You, you're what? Are you live? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you stopped it. People have oh, seen no. far worse from you. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, what time do you want me there? Um, let's have you show up around like 9, 9.15. Done. Sweet. You can get to sleep in. He'll still tell- be up at five. No. Oh, God. It no. depends on Diddy and Andre. No, no. They they don't wake me up. They sleep later. I have to drag Diddy out of bed in the morning. 
I can see that. Yeah. Uh, hi. Hi. Can't bring the dogs tomorrow because I don't live downtown anymore. I know. Well, and you never brought the dogs because you said I'm running around. Diddy would lose his D- mind. Diddy is too social for his own good. Oh. Andre is the opposite, right. and I'm running around, you know, asking people if they need help or something. And oh then, yeah. You know, when it's when there's a moment of silence, Diddy doesn't observe that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think you describe your dogs as two preteens. Yeah, <laughs> like this is this is this right. is Kelly. She likes everyone. This is Blair. She does not. <laughs> the last time we went to Hens and Hounds, when uh, they did the, there was a, it was the national anthem, but also a moment of silence, not for Diddy. Mm. That was embarrassing. I'm like, great, some some Uber patriots could come over. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Who brought this dog? He started barking on the national anthem. The yep. communist pup. Oh, no, no, he's like, oh, I can't take a knee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking some like Uber patriot from <laughs> Fremont named Earl was gonna come over and assault my dog. Oh my God. That's where you come as that's where you as a dad dog dad just go, he just loves this country so much. Right. <laughs> He's so excited. He's so excited. He, he wants to sing His name is actually Zhao Li <laughs> from China. Right. Oh, I can't uh, wait to be a dad dog. Your chance I mean, to win dog a dad dog dad dog. Don't you I want like to that. move to a bigger place? That's always your complaint. It needs to That's happen my, quick. The one yesterday was way too big for his place. Uh, but he latched on to me. Like, we had a moment. He was like, you, me. I said, I know. Well, then maybe you should just move. Like, Thank do you. it for the betterment Thank of you. some dog's life. And you'll have what's-her-face with her dog. And you have it's good to have a roommate, especially when first-time dog owner, to help out. Mm. I, uh, we're still doing uh, The Bachelor, but dog version. Yes, when I do get a place, we're gonna remember. I'm gonna give the milk bone to the dog. I'm gonna have the the bachelor version of the dog. Will you accept this milk bone? Yeah, Yeah, like Fido. Very nice. You are very loving. You sniffy, but I can't give you this milk bone. Wait, but what happens to the poor dog's heart? It goes in the limo like the girls on The Bachelor and right. drives away to the sunset. It goes back in the in the shelter vehicle. <gasps> oh, don't say that. I didn't How could say you it wasn't going to be heart wrenching. <laughs> How could but you do that? Good, it's good TV. It's a great I, idea. I it would be good TV, but I mean, it'll get you. It'll but get I guess, you right here in the but field. But I guess. But you know what? Somebody's going to pick up those dogs that he just discarded. Because somebody's going to see that and they're going to go, oh my God, I need to help him. And then they're all going to get adopted. Demi Lovato (gasps) will tweet them. Maybe. (laughs) There you go. Your Lucas County Canine Cares. That's what they should do. They should do something like that. Well, that's where they'll come from. Can you imagine that trailer? But that's what they actually should do for this show. I'll tell Laura. It's a great (gasps) idea. Yeah. You could have like... Jaden or Lucy from last week come and like be Jayden's the too, moderator. Jaden's out of our league. That's now. right. That's true. <laughs> Lucy that's can true. do it. Hey, Lucy is coming She's tomorrow sassy. to interview right. me. Good. I'm glad she connected with you. Floyd, hurry up. We got to do the Sasha Bray do the reunion show. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> it's all planned out. Call us. That'd be so funny. Be like, what? What didn't you like about Sunshine? Be like, well. You know, we had a connection, and she's just like, like no, don't do it. And then she humped my leg. Yeah. (laughs) She's a couch peer. Your chance to win another $1,000 with the $1,000 payoff is right now. Text the national keyword party to 95819. P-A-R-T-Y. Text that to 95819. We'll text you back, confirming your entry, data, and message rates apply. The $1,000 payoff on Q105. Uh, if you're not a cumulus employee, Bethany, Rachel, Jen, will you all text that? I mean, good luck. You've got nothing to lose. It's okay. true. 806 of the morning reboot. We will talk about public proposals next. Q105. 
Justin Bieber with Dan and Shay, 10,000 hours new on Q105, 817. Uh, you can text the word party to 95819. That's your national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff party, 95819. Uh, good morning, the morning reboot, Q105, 419-240-1055. It's Eric Floyd, our friend Bethany from TSA is here with us. I, uh, I am hosting a wedding tomorrow, which just means we're running a Spotify playlist, and I will be doing best man intros, welcoming everyone to the dance floor, so on and so forth. It's going to be a great time. I don't know how, and I just saw this picture the other day, unless they recreated, I don't know how Justin and Lucas got engaged. Bethany, I do want to ask you, but first, um, I came across this that um, it's been like wedding week here on the show, and that's fine. Uh, about 45% of proposals now happen in public. It goes back to what we were talking about. People want to go viral. People want to show off. Um, 45% of proposals happen in public. Bethany, can you tell us about your proposal? Um, Ours was in a public place, I guess, but it was not public. So we um, got a Wednesday off and we were going to go kayaking um, in Grand Rapids. So we go down there and we like had breakfast, lunch, brunch, and then we were walking around waiting for the place to open. And so it was like on the river there, like in mm-hmm. downtown Grand Rapids. Um, but we were just by ourselves. Like it wasn't like we were in the park, but not. It wasn't public, so I would not want a public. I just hold on, time out. So you were by yourselves. Yeah, we were just by ourselves. Okay, but in okay by yourself, but in a public place. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want a public proposal? Um, because I feel like it should just it should just be between the two of you. Like I don't think it needs to be a show. I think it just needs to be. Like a moment when the two of you are together and kind of like how you started, can, right? And it <laughs> yeah, can I, happen. Yeah. And I don't think it needs to be this Hold big dog second. and pony show because oh, it's think, just a lot. It's just a lot. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. So about forty five percent of, of uh, proposals now are in a public place, and I'm guessing they mean that people are are could easily watch. Fifteen uh, percent of women actually. Won it that way, so it would be embarrassing. Uh, one quote from the story is: "I was hungover. I wasn't dressed cute. I probably didn't even shower." So it was the way that she looked. Now, that how you look would go to like that shouldn't matter if it's if it's, it is truly that moment that you describe between you and another person like that. Do you think that they do it publicly? Because they're pressured into saying yes. Because if you say no in public, not only will you be known as, oh, she said no. You know what I mean? Like, do you think they do it in a public setting just so they can get the yes? No, I think they do it. I. And then this article also says that a couple, like they discuss who's paying rent, where you want to live. You should discuss how an engagement would happen. I don't think it's that. I, I think the majority of people that, that go this route and not in a secluded area of a park where people can watch, I think they do it. To, to get buzz, attention, and potentially go viral. Let me give out the number again, 419-240-1055. I think there's a difference. I think there's people that like want to get engaged because they're in love and whatever. And then, like, I can appreciate the planning that goes into it, but I feel like at that point, like, are you just trying to be impressive? Like, Yes. Like a, You're trying to get attention. We have a texter who's very much like you. She Say, got, hold on. Let me get a call first. Sorry. Get it. Hi, good morning. Who's this? 
This is Elle. Hi, Elle. Good morning. Thanks for calling us. Public, morning. Uh, public proposals? No. Um, I was. My husband proposed me, and I think it's very cute. We were. We just finished packing up our apartment. We were leaving, and when we got to the door, he said, so are you ready for this new adventure? And I was like, yeah, I'm so ready to get out of this apartment. And he said, well, let's add another one to it. And then he got down on his knee and proposed. Aw, cute. Yeah. Uh, I I would never do this, but I, I if I were, I would think L like you and like Bethany said, a proposal should be for one person, the person you're asking and not the entire internet and not the entire yeah. ballpark or hockey rink. Are you guys I still- agree. I think it's just ugh, yeah. It <laughs> it just seems like like you said they're asking for attention and it's not about the actual moment, it's more about how many people can see this and react to it, yeah. you know? Thanks, Dale. Have a good weekend. Floyd, uh, text? Oh, yeah. I was just, They just said they did it like you in a public place. So it was just those two in front of a Christmas tree. Like, so I have a, I have a friend, and um, they chose... It was in public, um, but I'll kind of set it up. So he had planned this over a long period of time, and... He had both of their families and friends come to this one location, and it was, they were alone in um, a car of a Ferris wheel, but it was it was recorded, like the whole thing. So okay. like, in this place at this time, both of their family and friends were there, so it was really meaningful, but the actual moment was them by themselves in this car. So... I appreciate that because I think it's cute that like he invited all these people and there was this element of surprise, but the actual moment was just them together. Just theirs, yeah. That's fine. Like and I'm cool. Family with that. and friends are important. Not, right. Absolutely. Not, not someone who might try to take advantage of the situation and go, "Oh my God, they're going to propose! They're going to propose!" Like uh, what happened to my friend Casey at uh, that country concert. Oh, the guy, yeah. Right. The guy said he had to pee, and he. Right. And there's yeah. also no guarantee that they're going to say yes. Well, hold on, Bethany. How- I w- how many people say no in an engagement? Just d- d- rough guess. Ten percent. Yeah, I think the number's pretty low. But still, like if you're in a public place, you run that risk of what if she or he oh. says no? You're like, oh, I'm in a wall. Right, game. you feel so much Mary pressure. Man. They're like, no. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Unless you're dead certain, like you, you have discussed with each other. Like, you have laid naked in each other's arms, thinking about the shopping list today, and you know that person's your soulmate. I think you have a, a, a loose, casual discussion about getting engaged. Yeah, I think it comes up. I I appreciated the element of surprise. Like, I, I wouldn't want it to be okay, let's sit down and plan this. Like, we're going to plan our bill budget. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's that's not fun. Not that rigid. Like, I, a part of me is old school like that. Like, but it like, was a surprise. I had no idea. It was really cute. Um, so I don't think it needs to be like a really in-depth discussion just you two at home. But, <laughs> you know, in the middle of the ballpark, I, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's I, lot. I wasn't surprised at all that such a low percentage of people of women wanted public proposals now how you look that's a little that's a little vain but look a lot of people and i think only because at that point like you take a lot of pictures so mm. maybe you don't want like your oh my god i just got engaged picture to be like you look in a hot mess Especially you, if you're on i TV. wouldn't care because <laughs> i looked a hot mess in my in the pictures that i took are there I picture, was, what pictures do you have we like sat on the bench then and like took like cute pictures like right after mm-hmm. it happened but 
like I didn't have any makeup on. I was gonna go kayaking, like <laughs> right. I was, you know, in like running shorts. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I didn't really care. You were nature ready, <laughs> right? Not proposal ready, right? <laughs> I feel like proposals should be very couple specific. Mm-hmm. Like whatever's gonna work for you. If you're big and fancy and want all this attention, then knock yourself out. And, it wasn't for me. And don't be the other person that if you see these people about to do this. Don't whip your phone out. Let these, like, at least stop for a second. Let these people have their moment. Now, are they a little ignorant for perhaps doing it in a place where people would be? Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, we we live in a very, we live, our culture now, and and this applies to many of us, all of us, all ages, um, we want to be seen and we want to get likes of things we take of other people. Uh, Quick uh, thing that I saw last night, somebody sent Toledo tweets a picture of a vehicle that was flipped over on Monroe Street out in front of the art museum. It looked awful. Oh snap! It wasn't a proposal. I well, no, no, <laughs> like, what? But my, my point of like people wanting to get oh, attention. Oh yeah, instead of calling like the emergency and someone hurting, they're just like, "Ooh, I got the first one. I got the scoop." Yeah, and and we're very oh, okay. much like that. Um, but he, they sent it over to Toledo tweets, and I saw the picture. I said. Right. Is that snow on the ground? Uh, <laughs> like it wasn't even it wasn't even a, a current picture. Somebody, oh. called, somebody just wanted attention. That's crazy. Bless them. But like in in one of those in those situations, like when you do a public proposal, like and you do it for the likes, is it even so say your husband did it publicly for likes, would that diminish like your proposal feeling towards him? Yeah. Like if, d- if that wasn't d- what I was looking for in the other person. Like, like, does that tarnish his his proposal? Like, will you marry me? And you're like, kind of just like, yes, absolutely. And then like a week later, babe, look, we got like two million right. likes on this. I'd be like, like, so why? I, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say something really insensitive right now. Do but, it. But I have motive to back it up. Okay. If you do a gender reveal with the motive to get likes, Don't I get hope you. I that. hope you have an ugly kid. Don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on it either. That's a whole if, nother episode. If you're in, <laughs> if if your intrinsic motivation is is simply to get attention, I hope bad things come to you, whether it be a proposal or a gender reveal. I hope your kid has a third arm, which I actually could I've be quite never, good in some ways. I've never understood gender reveals. <laughs> I've just never understood why. If you had why a third, that's a thing. Sorry, I mean, it's just trend. If you had a third arm, would you want it in the front or the back? <laughs> Back. Right here, right here on the forehead. If I were to get a third arm as a child, because my parents decided they wanted to get likes over me, over my sexual, over my sexual gender, you know what? I want my third arm to come out my forehead. Like, oh, that's a gender reveal, baby. Gender if, reveal, baby. If you're a couple that that did a gender reveal simply to get likes, you're also possibly the couple yeah. that whispers to the nurse after the delivery. Oh, stop. We're going to pivot to back hair on men next. 8.39, it is time. We have prizes for you. We have prizes. We are going to bribe you to talk about the hair on your dude's body. Listen closely. Ladies, ladies. All my ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric. You're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419-240-1055. Start dialing. 
Call us now. We'll get you to the Women's Empowerment Conference with Deidre Hickey at Cedar Creek, 419-240-1055. We have some questions about some things on your guy or a guy in your past or a lady. It doesn't matter what you date, but um, 419-240-1055. Our panel full of ladies. Call now. Prizes up for grabs. There's a Golden Girls Halloween costume you can get at Target. It's not sexy, though. Although, not yet. isn't Rose herself just... Se- oh, I never liked no, that. No, it's Blanche. She was the sexy Blanche was the... We all have different types, Floyd. Promiscuous one. Who would be your type? Not on that Rose. show. B. 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 Because she's just so ruthlessly objective. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 419-240-1055. Floyd, can you hang on? I'm going to grab the stats here. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Mandy. Uh, hi, Mandy. Good morning. How old are you? Oh, 41. Okay. <laughs> oh. Did you forget or you didn't <laughs> want to tell us? Well, I thought about not telling you. <laughs> Good line. Uh, here, a tip for everybody else that calls us that wants to lie, uh, that wants to be on the panel or anything else, have a be- have a morning reboot age ready to go. <laughs> like, on my state ID, I'm 41, but when I call the show, I'm 29. That's like my uh, license says well, five I, foot, but it's really four eleven and change. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, are you, exactly. Mandy, you single, married, kids? Married kids, yeah. How how many of them? Three of them. Okay. Ooh, I'm sorry. F- stop. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell stop. me about it. Stop. <laughs> Every, it's like everybody wants a, a wonderful, healthy child. And then they turn 11 and there's boogers and smell of onions everywhere. It's like, go to your father's house. Boogers and boogers smell of onions. Boogers and snot by like 18 months. Uh, we can get somebody else in with Mandy and Bethany will be on with us. 419-240-1055. All right, first question is for you, Mandy. Um, what okay. What is the spot on your body that makes you melt? What? Ooh. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yes, hello to you. I would say... Oh, God. What, what was oh, that? Her name is Nev, and she's three years old. Hi, Nev. Hi, Nev. Is that the spot that makes you melt? Um, Probably thighs. Thighs? Thighs, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. The The inner... Yeah. Okay. Bethany, how does Josh make you melt? You're so gross. <laughs> uh, my neck, probably. The back or the sides? Side. Okay. We'll go um, with that. Mandy, uh, on a scale of one to ten, how much back hair does your husband have? Uh, one being no hair? Yes. Um... I would say probably one. One? Okay. Mm-hmm. Bethany, how much? Be- Same. Yeah. He one? has none. Uh, you can thank Floyd for planting <laughs> the seed of that. What, was, what did you ask earlier? You uh, have- would you have a unibrow or back, back hair? hair? No. Um, Mandy, what would be yeah. a, a fancy adjective to describe your husband's hair on his head? <laughs> um... Dwindling. Dwindling. <laughs> I was receding. Bethany, what would be a fancy word to describe the hair on Josh's head? Oh. He's 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 got a bald spot. I like dwindling. Uh, that's, that's funny. Dwindling, receding. Um 
It's not receding. It's like it starts it's in, in the, the back stat. and then it's moving forward. Oh, jeez. From the front, I, he has lots of hair. One of my favorite jokes of all time was, uh, uh, I like my like songs like my like your hairline throw way back something like that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Mandy. Um, what was the other question? I'm going to go with. Um, where does your husband have the most hair on his body? Um, um, in the lower regions, I would imagine. No, <laughs> no manscaping down there that you ask him to do? I mean, sure, but okay. I don't want him to look like a three-year-old. No, no. <laughs> right. Bethany, exactly. how, how about Josh? Do I recall, when I, when I came over to your pool, did he have a like, hair chest? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, he has just, he has hair on his chest. That's probably the densest. <laughs> I love running my fingers through your chest. Oh, my God. What's wrong, Floyd? <laughs> this is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever I like to literally just put my, my face in the palm of my hand. I'm like, oh, I'm you, not even part of this. Why are you playing this game? No. You can talk about... Yeah. Last question. Mandy, um, how is your relationship with your in-laws? Oh, great. What do you call them? Um, Mom and um, Pop. That's awesome. Mm. I was looking for people, more people that do that. Awesome. Bethany, what do you, how are your relationship with Josh's parents? Fantastic. What do you call them? Uh, Mom and Lou, because Lou. Lou is just Lou. Okay. Uh, Mandy, do us a favor. Um, I need you to text us so we can get your prize. What are the last two digits of your phone number? Yeah, you, Mandy. <laughs> um, my last two digits of my phone number? Yep. Two six. Two six. All right. Text us four one nine two four zero one zero five five, and Floyd will get you hooked up with the prize. Okay. Thanks so much. You're, I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. welcome. Have a good weekend. Bye now. She Bye. Talk, she talked about her her husband's pubes on the radio. Uh, um, you drove so, that answer. That was so good. Like I was like, oh. <laughs> if you listen to the playback, that's funny. That was that was a good panel full of ladies. It was very uncomfortable. Really, That's my favorite. It's my favorite segment because like when there's ladies, I just kind of zone out. I'm just like, oh, these questions. You could have participated. Oh though. no, ma'am. But um, d- luscious because my man has a head full of hair. I would think, and beard. I would that think next to his chest. Yeah, I was gonna say Sam. <laughs> it's, it's it's all around. <laughs> Sam could be, could donate hair. Yeah, it's good. It's funny, yeah, because Josh has like he he had lots of like real thick curly mm-hmm. hair when he was younger, and now I mean it's thinner, but it's graying a little bit on the sides and. He points it out all the time because he he's thinks it's mature. horrible. Uh, yeah, he just right. looks mature. Reed, Reed Richards. So it's like black. <laughs> and then his beard's like reddish, like curly, like auburn. Mm-hmm. Tell it's me really more. Funny. It's great. <laughs> Every time and I then. shave, I see more uh, more silver hairs in my beard. Do you want to see a weird uh, hair thing about my body? Mm. Yes. Yes, I, I do. Know. Okay, come on over. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be back, Beth. Beth, you uh, you check it out for so me. What's happening? I'm good. People, uh, yeah, like uh, on the old show, they'd what is see my that? Leg. Look, what is so, on your leg? You have no, you have what I have. You have no leg hair. Socks are. The sock is taken off. Like yeah, the, the socks don't let hair on my legs grow below my Whoa, shins anymore. It's like a straight that's line. Weird. I don't have hair on my legs either. Yeah, like right. But bo- jo- Josh wears like high socks like that, and what? he still he They're- still has. Hair down there, right on below, his leg. right below my shins. I like can't grow hair anymore. It's wild. It's like, Eric, are your so ankles cold? Always. Weird. 
never. You need like ankle sweaters. That's a uh, thing. I, I need Rogaine for my shins. That's so weird. I've never yeah, seen that. Yeah, it's like that. a straight line. Wow. Look at that. More, more things we have in common. That's so weird. I have no hair on my legs. He really is my, my brother from another mother. Yeah. Whose mom I'm sleeping Because I, I never wore shorts, even as a kid. So oh, I guess the jeans just so stopped it. I'm jealous. Pe- I have no hair on my legs. That's good That's, for what you do on the weekends. It is. It's true. Uh, 848 with the morning reboot. Text the word party. Uh, P-A-R-T-Y to 95819. Do try to score a thousand bucks. 856, the morning reboot, Q105. It's Eric Floyd. Our friend Bethany from TSA is here with us. You guys should uh, do a makeup podcast. Or do we should. It. Talk Ooh, about we it right should. What were you we talk- should review makeup. Let's I do would, it. I'm down. We have so many projects in the works. Drunk history. That's happening. The Bachelor with the Dogs. That's a great idea. I like that one. I'll invest in that one. So many projects coming up, well, guys. What could we Stay call tuned. it instead of The Bachelor? We call it The, the Barkula. <laughs> <laughs> The bacular? Nothing, I don't know. We'll come up with something. All right, now I've stalled long enough to get a tweet. Ooh, what's that time in there? (laughs) Tweet, tweet, tweet. They didn't tweet it, but they sure liked it. The Morning Reboot's most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. Uh, People who get diarrhea from Taco Bell are weak and their bloodline is weak and history will forget them. I can honestly say I have never had stomach issues from Taco Bell. Thingsies. Until I realized I couldn't eat cheese anymore. And I still Maybe I have an iron stomach. But it has never bothered me. You wanna get the what did we get? They weren't suicide wings. What did they call those wings from Ralphie's that we got that Volcanic Volcanic. Volcanic. I, that was like, really funny, actually. This is your gallbladder. <laughs> like, underneath, your, underneath your sternum and the ribs, that's your gallbladder, right? I think so. Um, yeah. Mine was, sure. mine was nuclear. It was, <laughs> it, that was some of the worst you pain I've ever been You were on the in. struggle bus for a while. Oh, I had to share that video the other day, and someone was like, Eric went hard. I said, yeah, I say it in the first you, two videos. I said, oh, he's really from the hood. You did do it to yourself because you ate way too many. I was hungry, and they were really good. They were good, but like soon, mm-mm. They were good, but like like most hot things, you get the seed. Then you bite the seed, and it's like, like Yeah. Um, Afterburn. For Okay, go ahead. I did. It's mine. It's from at Common White Girl. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It says, boys like it when you're playful, when you're playfully mean to them. Call them names, punch them on the shoulders, murder their families. <laughs> That's a perfect segue. Uh, for, those, for those that that don't listen to the podcast, uh, Floyd and I greatly enjoyed the Joker. Uh, I think we both agree that it is you, you can sympathize with it in many ways. It's it's very sad in many mm. ways, and it lives up to a lot of the fe- the rave festival re- reviews for potential awards that it was receiving in the lead up to this. It was that good, but not as violent as I was walking in with my head held down, like oh, I'm about to be so uncomfortable with this violence. Wasn't yeah. There's there's one surprise. But you can see it coming. Yeah. There's another one that's pretty grisly, but it's no worse than what like John Wick does with a pencil, or what or or what Sidney Prescott went through in four screen movies. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. throw that out there. Some some of the concern and the dialogue about that that we've talked about, I think, is a little exaggerated. But I live in this world where people have you know mental health issues severe ones this mm-hmm. is just watching a person go to their appointments and seeing society destroy them because 
something happened to them and society continued to pound on them. And I could see, as we were watching the movie yesterday, I could totally see um, some incel, the worst kind of person in mom's basement going, this is my champion. Could that person resort to chaotic behavior? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But in other ways, maybe that person will seek out help. Or maybe someone, maybe this movie, as I said before, We'll have that person's friends go, I saw the Joker movie and I don't want that to happen to you. What Can, can I help you? Are right. your medications right? Are you getting the right kind of therapy? And I said what I said. So just, just go back to the podcast. As someone on the outside looking in on mental health and not being very educated and or versed with it, just listen to it and go see the movie and hit me up personally on a private message. Let me know if you feel the same way I did because it was a true eye-opener for me. It really, really, and I'm not... BSing you. It truly, I left that movie after Eric went to his car, I went to my car. I sat there for like five minutes just processing life and saying, Do I have friends who are the Joker? And you think back to yourself, not on that violent of a scale, but I do. Just talk to those friends. And if, and it's plausible that if you don't, and if the world continues to beat them up, they could be violent people mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a challenging world that we live in and there are too many statistics that, that support the fact that people under the age of 40 are more depressed and more anxiety-ridden than ever. But as I always say, you have a lot more resources than, than we had when we were younger. So they're out there. You just need to know where to access them and we're always happy to help you with that. Yes, for uh, sure. A friend of mine, and we'll wrap up with this, a friend of mine... Um, Message me, is Batman in it? Yeah. I was speechless. I didn't know how to respond to him. Floyd knows why. Yep. Okay. But here's the thing. See the movie, I guess you'll find out. Yeah. Look, we can have a conversation in like 12 hours. If you stay awake. I'll be, I'll be asleep. If I stay awake. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be asleep. And I, Floyd, tell me if I need to dump this. I'm going to be the person that starts. You might want to plug your ears. <sighs> I'm going to be, be the person <laughs> that says he needs to be in in the Pattinson movies. Absolutely, I don't care about the age. It was good to lead up to. You don't have to dump that. I don't. You, you honestly don't. I don't care about the the age discrepancy because the the Joker is kind of ageless. He absolutely has earned the right to be in things moving forward. Um, and also, ah, oh, you ruined. <laughs> she read how do they end the show I'm trying to remember I was going to re- end it with that with us and that's life right and remember friends that's life hey if you need to pick me up Glass City Steel is playing in downtown Fremont tonight for their little cir- crop circle festival so they should yeah. go over to the Haunted Hydro take those kids for a scare uh, I'll be at the Joker movie but Desmond can take them who's Desmond their director oh, Rob we know, Desmond we know a Desmond Hawaiian shirt does he have a Hawaiian shirt? He plays in the background? Yes. Hi, Come and play with us. Have a good weekend, Toledo. <laughs> Q105.